This is the Protect Help Give Show with J.M. Ryerson. What is happening, you guys? Welcome back to Protect Help Give podcast. I have with me my co-host today and guest, and uh, that's Mr. Nathan Snar. Nate, my brother, how you doing? Uh, living the dream, my man. Living the dream. I'm so excited for this. Well, what is this? Maybe we should tell everyone what this is because this was an idea that was hatched uh, on a phone call between you and I, and we think there's a lot of value for people, but why don't you tell them what exactly the intent of this podcast is? Yeah, so this podcast is going to be called uh, Thursday Thoughts, and you know, when you and I were chatting, we were trying to figure out more resources to get out to the field. Little quick hitters, right? Because typically in podcasts, they're always 30 minutes, 45 minutes, hour, hour, 30 plus minutes. And you've been doing this for quite some time, so you know how it is. And we were thinking, how do we get these little like segments out to the field where it doesn't take up a ton of their time, 15-minute hitters, and they can listen to it immediately. This is the the kicker here, immediately apply it into their business. So that was the point of you know why we came up with this and why we're uh, we're birthing this baby. Yeah, and it's it's going to be so much fun you guys because uh at some point I think Nate'll just take this thing on. He's organizing it. You're going to have some amazing speakers and one of them today is Mr. Snar. So, let me brag on you for a second because three Please do. <laughs> Please do. I, I like it. <laughs> three times you hit 50k within I believe it was 10 months. Now, correct. For context, everyone, he had another child. There were some challenges. Uh, Baby Collins had some in in terms of you were at the hospital quite a bit. You definitely, when it comes to quarantining, you quarantined the shit out of this year because of that. And you still were able to do all that, brother. That's quite remarkable. So, A, that's amazing. But how did you do it? Yeah, it, it was a. It's been a pretty wild ride. We, uh, I still haven't seen a client face to face since the pandemic hit. Um, everything's been virtual. Uh, the pandemic's actually been a blessing to us because we were advised not to see people because we needed to keep germs out of our house. Didn't matter if it was COVID or a common cold. And uh, you know, it's you. You come a long way. I think if I was in my first year of business, even my second year of business. I think this would have been an absolute crazy time for me. And I don't know if I would have pulled out, but, you know, through those trials and tribulations and when I started, because you did say I made, you know, 50K three times in the last 10 months. But what you forgot to put in context is my first eight months into the business, I only made $2,300. No financial background, no insurance background, no, none of that. Well, and I, I also didn't say 50K within 30 days. So that's 50K in a month, 50K in a month, 50K in a month. And you did that three times in 10 months, which that's remarkable. I didn't talk about your early uh, struggles, and we can definitely get into that. But you mentioned something. If this had happened maybe a year or two ago, maybe you don't respond as well as you did. I think this is important because one of the things you have been very clear on is you don't allow one specific thing into your world any longer. And when that adversity or the word you're probably going to say happens, you just shut that down. It doesn't affect you. So what was that change? Uh, drama. <laughs> it's uh, no drama llama over here, man. It's uh, It's been a long time coming. And I always 
for whatever reason, um, subconscious or, you know, consciously or, you know, subconsciously, I was always constantly getting myself into drama, corporate drama, people that weren't doing well in the business. And I just, you know, when a pity party starts, I was like the king of the pity parties. And then it was everybody else's fault and it wasn't my fault. And it just comes push to shove where you and I had a very honest conversation where it's like, either you're going to change or you're going to continue to go down this road. And I promise you, if you continue to go down this road, you're not going to hit the goals that you have been very vocal of what you want to hit. And it took a lot of personal development, a lot of one-on-ones with you and some other stuff and, you know, with Creek and I, uh, thank God I had the self-awareness to do so. So yeah, if, if this was, you know, just only a few years ago, it's crazy to think about it. We're not in the same position that we are today. We're not, you know, the first time I hit 50K, it was like 67,000 and some change. The second time it was like 16. This third time I actually didn't know I hit it. Um, this past month in April, I had no idea that I actually hit it. And I just looked down at the commissions. I was like, oh, wow, I'm over 50,000 in a month. <laughs> it is, I mean, to not even know, that's pretty awesome. That That tells me how far you have progressed because that that just tells me I am helping a lot of people. But here's why this is important, you guys. The emotional currency that he was spending on the drama before was taken away from the positive that he could do. And, and if you think of it as currency, so if I have $100 and I spend, let's say, 50 of that on drama, now I only have 50 left to give. That's why this is so important. And brother, I couldn't be more proud of the things that you've chosen to do. All choices, right? You as a human being, same core of the human being I've always known, which is a beautiful person, but you made a choice that I am going to take that $50 that I was spending on the drama and I'm going to apply it over here. Now I have a hundred for currency that I can spend towards positive. I, I mean, it's remarkable, brother, and it's just allowed you to do some really awesome things. Um, I want to ask you tangibly though, what else are you doing business-wise? Because if I'm listening to this, they're going, cool, I'm going to be super happy, but now what? Yeah. So it's, uh, it's funny when you gain information, right? Um, whether you've been in the industry or not been in the industry, you just got licensed. Uh, it doesn't matter when you come to appreciation financial, we are a niche market. So with us being a niche market, I don't care if you had 30 years of experience, like this is a different beast, right? It's a different type of approach. It's it's not a transactional, it's a relational approach. So, I mean, you and I both know that we've had some A players come into our deal, but they were so used to the transactional, they were unable to transition into what we were doing because they couldn't grasp it. They were like, I, I got to I gotta do the sell now. I got to get them on the hook now and then ditch them right? It's, it's how many rocks can I turn over in a day and then go to the you know next house and do the same thing. And that's not how it was here. So when you gain information and you join Appreciation Financial and you learn about indexing and you finally learn about you know life insurance and how it could be such a great tool for tax-free distribution down the road and term and our debt and how we can eliminate debt for people, a lot of information and when you get information jam what's the first thing that you want to do you're gonna purge man i'm just gonna tell you everything right right if you if you're gonna tell a story you're gonna tell it from a to z you're not gonna you know say a b c right you're so when you meet down what i was doing initially and why i didn't make a ton of money when i started i say 
ton of money because it's, I mean, saying ton of money doesn't make any sense, right? I couldn't pay my bills. Thank God my, my wife locked it down for as long as she did. And she knew one of the things that kept me on is I believed in the company as a whole. I believed in what we were trying to achieve and helping others and serving others. Um, talking about protect, help, give, right? Like that's that's my moral, like in into my heart and my soul. And I just said, like, this is it, babe. Like, this is the company. I just got to figure it out. I just got to figure it out. But what was happening when I was sitting down with a client and I'd get into the presentation, I wasn't listening to the client. I was just vomiting all over them of, this is what we, you know, oh my gosh. And then you have this indexing. Let me tell you about this indexing. And it goes in this. And this is how this particular index works. And then, oh, you have a guaranteed lifetime income writer. Let me go into how this guaranteed lifetime income writer works. And then you have these two buckets. It's so cool. And they're, you know, if I was paying attention, you would notice that their lights went out pretty fast, right? They're, they got glossed over. And you know this, you've been at this deal way longer than I have. If you confuse somebody and you're trying to quote unquote, sell them or help them out, are they going to take it? No, it's so good, brother. The, the listening part, it's uh, the way you describe that. And here's what I want people to hear. You did that over uh, Zoom, essentially through a screen. So you're reading their body language. You're watching what's happening and you're literally I, I, again, I'm guessing you're checking in with them. Hey, does that make sense to check them back? Because again, most uh, people don't realize our attention span is 12 seconds. So if I'm talking for 12 seconds, at some point, Nate's going to go away and then he'll come back. So our clients are the same way. Right. It's not, I'm, not, I'm not judging. It's literally the way we're wired as human beings. So I love that. So getting back to simplicity, you you keep it simple. You're, you're talking to these human beings. You're making sure they're with you. What else, brother? Give me some tangible takeaways where people are like, I can implement that right now. The, the listening, huge. That's number one, I think. The second is keep it simple and don't purge. So maybe they go hand in hand. What's maybe a third nugget where you're like, gosh, if everybody would do this. Yeah. So um, talking about assets, right? So I'm big on transferring assets. And I guess uh, let me put a little bit more context to it. You as an agent need to know all that information, A to Z. The client needs us to know A, B, and C. Now, if they ask about S, that's all the way down the alphabet, then you can tell them about S, right? But you need to, from a conceptual standpoint, let them know what they're getting into. Because let's put it this way. In our market, we're dealing with teachers. What do teachers deal with? They deal with 30 kids. They deal with their coworkers. They deal with parents. They deal with their administration. Guess what? They have to write their lesson plans. They got great papers, do homework. Like it, it's so funny that the perception of being a teacher is like this cake job. And I have the same perception as well until you get into the market and you start helping them. They work 80 hours a week, right? It's it's insane. So if you're coming to them with all of this crazy workload and they have like 15 minutes to sit down with you, you need to make it so simplistic for them that they could understand it and grasp it and then be okay with the direction that they're going into. Because I promise you, they're not going to think about it again. They, they see you for that time span. And I guarantee you, next thing you know, one of their kids are six and thrown up in the classroom. Right. Or a pandemic hits and now they have to figure out how to do Zoom or Google Meet 
or whatever other virtual thing is. And then they have to transfer all their lessons. Like their day is absolutely insane. So if you're not keeping it simple, you are missing the boat because they do not have the time for complexity at all. Right. No, brother. And being the son of a teacher, I watched my mom. I watched her go to school way before anyone else leave far after everyone else. And not every teacher is that way, but my mom definitely grinded. So just to recap, no drama, listen, and keep it simple. Those would be the three major takeaways that I think anyone can apply today. Yeah. And then for, I'm going to give you a four. So I, I love helping people out transferring assets, right? I'm, I'm getting more into life insurance. I was the number one life producer last year. Um, and I plan to hold that title this year. So I have some things in the works, but transferring assets was very difficult for me when I started and why, once again, I made it too complex for them. When you're transferring assets, if somebody has company A, And you're like, you know, in your heart of hearts, that company B serves their goal, serves their purpose, is better fit for them. You know, all like checks all those boxes, right? Um, Very easy to bash company A, very easy to overdo it on what company A isn't doing for them. And then trying to highlight what you got going on on your end. This is the, remember, you got to do from a concept, conceptual selling. You are going to do a T-chart, and you are now going to become an optometrist. You probably don't like going to the eye doctor. I don't like going to the eye doctor. I had contacts forever. I had glasses forever. And then I finally got LASIK. It was the weirdest thing in the world, but it was the best thing for me. I could finally see. But I hate the eye doctor. I hate pushing my face up against that metal thing, and you don't know where it's been. And you're like, hey, do you like option A or do you like option B better? I like B. Okay. Do you like B or do you like C? Nope. I still like B. Okay. Do you like B or do you like D? Right. That's what you are going to be doing with them. You literally just draw a T on a paper or on a PowerPoint and you go, here is company A. This is who you're with. Let's show you the highlights of what you got going on. Your fees. Are you at risk? Is there any bonus money that they're giving you? Is there a guaranteed income rider that they have that will pay you out for life? things that they probably gave you interest on in the first appointment. And then you are going to show them option B that you know in your heart of hearts is the best thing for them moving forward. And then you just show them what option B would provide them. Fee, risk, same thing. If you want to give them a bonus product, if you want to give them an income writer. And then this is the biggest tip that I can give you because most people don't know how to ask for business. I had a very hard time to do that. Very, 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 very hard time. Struggled with it, right? I'm going to give you three questions to ask them. When you give them that T-chart and it's in their face, you just flat out ask them, hey, JM, you know, now that you know all this information, moving forward, moving forward, what is the best plan that works for you today and for your future? Option A or is it option B? And you're- I'm, I'm going to go with option B, I, I believe. Yeah. And then you're quiet, right? You're, you don't say anything, right? You let them decide. Okay. And then you solidified a little bit more, right? You always ask about checking in. So then I go, all right, JM, what do you like about the plan option B? Is it the the fees lower? Is it because you're getting free money? Is it guaranteed income writer? Is it no risk? What do you like? Uh, I'm going to go with no risk. And whatever they say, brother, whatever they say, you're jumping on it, right? Because it's all good. 
But this is what they like, and it's tailored to them. So if it's like, I don't like risk, be like, I agree, I hate risk, right? Like, I, I don't know, I don't want risk. Put my hands up in there. Like, I'm done. Um, and then the third question. All right, Jam, do you see any reason why we shouldn't do this today and help you out and get you an option uh, plan B or option B? No, not at all. And this is the beautiful part about that. If they, no matter what they say, you're going to know what direction they're going to go into. If they want to get their spouse involved, I don't see a reason why not, but I want to get my spouse involved. I want to get Lisa involved. Awesome. Let's bring her in for the next appointment. Let's go over the same thing. Or they're going to be like, no, I don't see a reason not to. Great. I'm already prepared. I have the app prepared. Let's go. Do you have an extra five minutes? Yes, I do. Move forward. Right? That's simple. Once again, simple conceptual selling. If you keep it that simple, they are going to be able to regurgitate it a lot better and then want to move forward more and more and more. I mean, my closing ratio is over 80%. That doesn't happen in, in any sales position ever. Yeah, no, it's guys, it's, it's, it's working for him quite well. Everyone can do exactly what he said. So brother, I appreciate you putting this together. It's amazing what you've accomplished until next time. You guys continue getting better every day. We'll talk to you then. Thank you for listening. If this content is delivering value to you, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us. Our goal is to help a lot of people create life-changing wealth and get better every day. For more information or comments, please reach me at jryerson at appreciationfinancial.com or connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Let's Go Win 365. Keep growing and we'll see you next time. This is the Protect Help Give Show with J.M. Ryerson.